When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. I'm Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny with you this morning. Jason is off. Be very careful out there. Slow down. Turn your lights on. If you have a half a tank of gas, fill it up. What am I missing here, Kenny? Uh, Most of the time when I hear people on the radio telling uh, and on TV telling drivers to slow down, I get really mad and I start screaming at the radio and or TV. <laughs> Today it's okay though, right? But you are absolutely right on, Lex. This black ice is so treacherous and sneaky. One minute you're fine, you're doing 55, 85, whatever. The next minute you're augering into a guardrail and spinning around and people are coming up behind you and hitting you. I actually, we watched a crash early on this morning. There was somebody uh, that had hit the guardrail westbound 94 at 280, over 280, a bridge there. So the bridge deck was slippery. They were facing the wrong way. And as we were sitting there talking about it, at like what was it, like 6.05? Yeah. Yep, right at the top uh, of the show. Somebody came along at full speed and tagged them. And it was a oh. big, huge, messy wreck. And they're still clearing it an hour later. They are. Yeah. So, so when Miss Lex says slow down, uh, Kenny backs her on that. Slow down. Don't be a dummy. Can I say something also? It's 16 below zero right now. Yes, Don? People who are passing people super fast, you might think you're invincible. You're not. That's the first thing. Uh, we see you in the ditch all the time. Uh, yeah. And and if you're going that fast and someone's trying to be very careful, you can actually cause accidents by yeah. whipping by people and you swerve in front of them and then it's like they're swerving and putting yeah. on their brakes. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. You can hurt other and people now, just by driving fast. And yep. then the other side of that is people saying, well, wait a minute, Dawn. People driving way too slow are the cause of road rage and the cause of crashes. What what needs to happen is we all need to kind of somehow settle on one calm. We need speed. Goldilocks. Yeah, and, and we're Americans. We're and all going to do. Forty-five for me. Yeah, we're, we're all going to do what we're going to do, right? right? Nobody's going to, yeah. you know, nobody can tell us what to do. I mean, if my if my yeah. car is fishtailing, I am putting on my flashers and I get in the far right lane. Yep. Uh, away, I actually get in the lane that's not the one where people are trying to enter. The second to. Can I tell oh, you something right. that might make me sound like a creep? I take special delight when I see my pickup driving peeps way down in the ditch. Way, 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 way down in the ditch. Okay, that, that is not evil at all because I think the same thing, especially the jerk but, that whipped by you and then you uh, drive by and they're in the ditch. And you're like, I'm ah. driving a pickup, and I've been driving oh. a pickup for 30 years. You are. A big one, giant big truck with big 
fancy tires. Yeah. And they do absolutely no good on ice. What is it that called? Like Schrudenfoid? Or what is it? I don't know, but I don't know, Bless but it should. I, I like probably shouldn't Swedish say it, thing. but when you're in a pickup oh, and you're down in the ditch, that. I'm laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I've also been known to, I've also been known to pull over and then toe strap them out of the ditch. So oh, it's called, nice. it is Schaden, Schadenfreude, oh. which is a pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be com- completely honest, I went in the ditch in my own driveway uh, last week. Oh, and I mean, Annie. I augered way down in there oh. and had to call a friend to come pull me out. Yeah. I was going to say, you were practicing being an idiot. No, it, it wasn't plowed, and it, the drifts were, you know, chest high. Yeah. And I was yeah. just, see. I was just trying to get to my house. Before <laughs> we get, get any calls about how I pronounce that, let me play oh. how they pronounce oh, okay. it on dictionary.com. Okay. Schadenfreude. Oh, sh- Schadenfreude. Schneidenfreude. Schadenfreude. You weren't even close, Lex. No. No, I wasn't. <laughs> this is like a. It's going to hey. be some type of a Norwegian thing, right? Yeah. It's getting like sounding for sure. Yeah. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Okay, cool. We learned something new there, but yeah, again, be careful. You know, just especially if do you, but be careful. Yeah, especially if you're one of my pickup driving people. Yeah, exactly. We have some sad news from Hollywood. An icon has died. Yeah. His family confirmed Peter Bogdanovich, who's actor, director. I mean, he is just, even his look is iconic. Yes. And uh, he has died of complications with Parkinson's disease. Right. Family said. Now, I really know him as a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching M- Mask for the first time. Mm-hmm. He directed that. But I never saw him in, I never saw the last picture show. What? I know. Oh, no, before the end of the day. Or Paper Moon. And those oh, are the two big God. movies what? that he's known for. Oh, I, I know, I feel terrible. What's up, it's time. also, that has uh, Barbara Streisand in it? It's time. Yeah. I, I, and I'm hoping that this, a, a lot of others will have the same takeaway if they haven't seen those movies, because that that made him really it did, and he had an affair with Sybil Shepherd. Uh, he was married to someone else at the time. They got eight that. nominations, eight Academy Awards for the Last Picture Show. She's topless on that. P.S. Oh uh, right. Uh, so oh. Uh, this is what and Jeff Bridges uh, is in it too. Yes, but yes. yeah, but it's creepy because she's like a teenager. All right, I know. It's, it's but, not. You know, yeah, and no. it's in black and white. Uh, it is. Yeah, be, because it's. Supposed to be in black and white. He was smart enough to see that going in. Yeah, true. Um, I read an entire huge book that he wrote about Orson Welles because that was his mentor. Right. And he recently just finished one of Orson Welles' films uh, that you can actually see now. He um, finished it in 2019, uh, and this is something was he starred in it and it was about or he him and orson welles mm-hmm. so he played himself and then orson welles was cast as someone else and this has been on this has been since the 70s just the yeah. unfinished film and so yeah. he got oh, to finish it cool um and uh so that's interesting and i wanted to read something about cary grant that he said to him whenever he was having an affair with sybil shepherd um he said to him um uh, so Peter Bogdanovich says, sometime in the mid-70s, when we were getting terrible press, Cary Grant called me. He said, Peter, 
will you, for Christ's sake, stop telling people you're happy and stop telling them you're in love? He said, why, Carrie? And he said, because they're not happy and they're not in love. Oh, <laughs> he was right. That's stop brilliant. Flaunting your your happiness and that's love brilliant. because you had an affair. And he's like, I was arrogant looking. She was a beautiful woman and people were just not happy with it. So yeah. good advice. Yeah, from Carrie Grant. Right. That huh, is yeah. Great advice. Yes. It's called um, The Other Side of the Wind. That's the the movie that he is it out. Finished. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, I believe it's on. He also was on The Sopranos, oh, if you remember. Yes, that's how right. I remember. And The he Simpsons. He was Melfi's doctor. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Yes, and from Kill Bill, too. I'm Wait, fascinated Kill by Bill. Orson Welles, so I've read many books on Orson Welles, so that's how I got introduced to him, and it's a great book. Yeah, he played a DJ in Bill, Kill Bill. Yeah. Both volumes one and two. Yes, yes, yes. And I remember him from Criminal Minds, or oh. I'm sorry, Criminal Intent, Law and Order. He played a character for a couple episodes, too. I have to talk about Last Picture Show. There's an actor named Ben Johnson. Yes. Who's a cowboy actor, and uh, you can see him in a million different cowboy roles. He acted with uh, John Wayne and others. But he always took um, also supporting supporting roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was happy with that, and he didn't want to do... Last Picture Show because it's a he was a main player mm-hmm. in Last Picture Show and uh, Peter talked him into it and got one of the best performances I've ever ever seen out of Ben Johnson in uh, Last Picture Show. It's like everything Ben Johnson had done as a supporting actor and a bit player leading up to Last Picture Show paid off in that movie and he's really good in it. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, and Peter weekend, got I'm that out it. of him. Yeah, you've got to watch I, it. I, yeah. It's so good. And then Cloris Leachman's in it too. Wow. Oh, yeah. she's, really, she's young and yeah. Messed up. Yeah. Messed up. You know what? They're all messed up. They are. That's what's so good That's about the good. movie. It's every like a single small town, char- Texas town. Yeah. yeah. Every single character is screwed up in their own way. On the list, Alexis. It's on the list, yeah. And well, also it's, Paper it's Moon. Into the top. Oh, Paper Moon, Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill. Dad yes, and daughter. Dad and daughter. And didn't she win? Um, on a, yes, she won an Oscar for she's it. She's the youngest, yeah, for in the Oscars for Best Supporting Actor. Wow, okay, yeah. All right, so uh, this weekend, <laughs> I'm watching oh, it. Oh, great. I just loved his look. I loved his kind of, like, swag that he had. And he was, he was so kind confident. of a creep at times in his life. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, with the affairs and stuff, it mm-hmm. looks like. He also wrote a book called The Killing of a Unicorn. Yeah, that's about... Uh, the playmate uh, Stratton, yeah, died. Dorothy, Dorothy yeah. Stratton, because he was involved with her, and he wrote a book about how Hugh Hefner really destroyed was basically the reason why she got murdered by her husband oh. because he ostracized him from the Playboy Mansion, the husband, yeah, and it just drove him nuts, and he was trying to get uh, Dorothy into the fold of. His playmates and just be there at that and just you know the the husband just lost it. Wow! So, who is survived by two children and um, yes, uh, gosh, what a career! What a what a guy! Wow! Uh, when we come back yesterday, you guys uh, recorded the podcast. Gonna ask how it went? Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> 
Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend, Dr. Amy, is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Oh, just a reminder that RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14 premieres tonight. Thank you for the reminder, Dawn. Yes! I think there's two new RuPaul shows. Oh, is there a Canadian one that I don't care about? (laughs) Probably. Because RuPaul's not on it? Yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference. RuPaul's there or not. Yep. Uh, But Season 14, lots of stuff to watch this weekend. That's really good. Yeah, Ozark is coming up soon. Oh, that's right. Half the new trailer yeah, came out, that too. just came out, right? Ooh, it's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071. I'm Alexis, Don, and Kenny. Uh, Jason's off today, and something else we can listen to is news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Oh, yeah. Yes, Kenny. recorded yesterday. Uh, Kenny was worried. So we'd been away for a while, and he was worried that it wasn't going to go well. I don't think it did, did it? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I think it went really well. See, my perspective on on this show is why would anybody other than a GL or, or a my talker care? Oh no. You know, let me tell you, you, you know, that's a lot of people I, I, though. I think we we've limited our appeal base. That's not the right word. Uh, you know, there's there's no reason for somebody on the West Coast or France or uh, anywhere else. Actually, Tony. Um, Tony listens. Tony. Yeah. yeah. You know my what I'm. Does. You know. You know what I'm saying, though. No. These are all people that already know. know us, Dawn. It doesn't matter. One of those people because we get they'll 15, tell their friends. We get fifteen thousand downloads for each episode a week at least. Ooh, well, that's that's great. That's a lot. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. It's people that are already signed up for everything that Garage Logic puts out. Yeah. And they might not be listening. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And you've we, seen those GL They're still numbers. downloading. Yeah, I've seen those, but still for a fledgling podcast, think about other people that put out podcasts. We're very lucky to be able to have this platform. And you we need are. to be more positive yeah. about it. I, I know. <laughs> but 
So what do we need to do to open our audience and have more? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. More of a wide appeal. Oh, right. I don't know. Like I said to you yesterday, I think I said off the air, um, I'd been up since 1230 worrying about it. And I ended up planning on how I was going to quit. Okay. Isn't that every... I, I was planning my resignation letter and storming out. And now I've ha- had people ask me if this is an act. You know, yeah, it's not. I, this is your thing. Like you do this. No, this is the way you promote no, the show. No, it's not an act. I don't. I don't want to be the the vo- the person. I, I'm actually more interested. And I wish we wouldn't have uh, would have named it something else because. You're the only. You're the best part of this show. That's not true. In your reaction, Don, I had nothing ready yesterday, <laughs> and whatever what? I said, the first thing out of the uh, out of the gate, right away, the first thing out of my mouth, and I don't remember what it was. Oh. It's well, what occurred to me one second before I said it. Okay. Yeah. But you're What's really good that? at doing that, Kenny. Kenny. You're very funny. Yes. And you can also uh, hold down a conversation. Like you listen to people, and then you have an opinion. It's the people you do radio shows with that don't listen to you at all. Those are the ones that suck. Yeah, they suck to do shows with, and I've been through that in my life too many times. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, it's, I mean, that's you're, a bunch of truth right there. You're batting a thousand. Trust me. Yes, and Kenny. John is hilarious, and he's just so sweet. And then Ross is knows everything. He's super great oh, because he chimes in and i just i love it i think i have a really good time yeah i was pretty rough on ross yesterday <laughs> and actually as soon as we were done i apologized because uh every uh, for being so mean to him on the air um but he, he's i really love ross and, <laughs> and i you gave know what? you what we would have crashed and burnt what what time? i did I, I i gave you the right act didn't i for yelling at ross yeah well, why were you yeah. giving him a hard time what was kenny oh, teller because he gave me a bunch of stories that i didn't like <laughs> Uh, First of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought they were all awful stories. So we talked about each one of them, and each and one of the awful? stories were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ended up having a conversation about each one of them. Yeah, yeah, they were actually really good. And the one that I liked the most turned out to be the the worst of all of them. Oh, uh, it was something about restaurants, top fifty restaurants or something oh, chain like that. Restaurants. Yeah, and it, as it turned out, I had I, I hadn't <laughs> been to hardly any of them, but it led to a pretty interesting discussion anyway. It always yeah. does. It's yeah. our great crew. It's re- it's really fun. I have a good time. So if you if you are out of it, maybe we can just use you as a figurehead, and then we'll continue <laughs> to do it without you if you don't want to do it. But you're you're the draw to the show. Yes. You know, from Who the GL you? side. I am going to have to go into therapy because of this show. Because it caused... Oh, I, could, I can't imagine what it's like for you guys to have to come up with show prep for a show five days a week. Oh, yeah, it depends could, on the day. Sometimes it's much easier than others, but I could do it from like say Ross's perspective because uh, I I still think of myself as a producer. Yeah. But actually delivering the material and talking about it and setting it up the way you two do, I I couldn't I, I'd have to be in therapy. Well, oh. 
I think you're, that, you're doing it. You just should be in therapy in general. <laughs> 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 I mean, the best place for me in, when I was the happiest was, was when I was an off-air producer. That that really, I really love doing so that. So you don't want to talk. Like, if you had to never talk again on the air, that would be, be great for you. Okay. so awesome. Oh it gosh. really would. It really would. Wow. So if you just wrote the traffic reports and Lex and I just. That, that's how I approach Dan about coming on this show. I did oh. not want to come on the air. I, all I wanted was a simple little part-time job. I said, I'll go in. I'll write all the traffic reports. I'll send them to her. She'll sound fantastic. And, and that'll be that. And you know, you know how Dan is. Let me uh, run something by you. Yeah. You know, you know how he is. Great for And then whenever Lex was on maternity leave, we needed you. Yeah. 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 So we, they asked you to talk. And what uh-huh. I should have done. Thank goodness. The mistake I made is I should have just stunk it up and been horrible. And then I could have gone back to my writing only job. No, no, you're killing it. Kenny, the news from the people love you. coffee shop. Yes. Well, Let me be your logic.com where you can listen. What's that say about them, Don? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Uh, well, check it out. Make oh, yeah, sure you follow. So anyway, do the listen. whole thing. Yeah, like, listen. You can just search news from the Krabby Coffee Shop now oh, outside good. of the... But the easiest way to find it is to go to garagelogic.com, and it's listed under podcast. But if you search it now, it doesn't... Like, you used to have to search it, um, you know, yeah. just under Garage Logic, but now it's, it a, its, own, it's feed. its own separate thing, so you can just look it up. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, I believe. Jason's not here, so he won't get mad at me. How about if I just write traffic for you for the rest of uh, until he comes back? No, no, no. What the hell does it have to do with him? She's the one who has to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's so much better with you doing it. And uh, right now with all the crazy jerks out there. Yeah, uh uh-uh. I'm looking at some dummy right now. Yeah, see? South 280 at Hennepin. What are you doing backwards in the ditch, dum-dum? Oh, God, I'm excited to hear about that next. We'll yeah, we'll get second. to that next. And uh, Nicholas Cage, fifth oh. kid on the way. Yep. Okay, we got more about that, too. I love school and I love learning. Jason, who was your favorite teacher? Mrs. Freeze from third grade. She made learning so much fun. I mean, looking back now, I see how teachers have to continually learn to be great teachers. You are so right, Jason. And that is what St. Mary's University of Minnesota can provide with their Master of Arts in Education program. It is designed for educators who want to keep learning to advance their careers. Especially if you want to build your skills in curriculum and instruction, mental health, or culturally responsible. Responsive teaching. You'll learn from top-notch educators who have a wealth of classroom experience to share. The best part of St. Mary's is at the heart. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more, head to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Congratulations! Nicholas Cage got another baby on the way. Jason and Alexis in the morning at MyTalk 1071. I'm Alexis, Don, and Kenny. Jason is off today. Don, a fifth kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they are pregnant. This is his fifth. No, not the fifth kid. Fifth wife. Oh, I'm sorry. Fifth wife. Okay. Yes. Um, she. Her name is Rico Shibata. Oh. Um, if you remember, Nicolas Cage has been married five times. Uh, they wed in February 2021. And... Um, Remember when he oh, had he has two kids already? Yeah, two kids. This will be his third kid. Uh-huh. Right. Um, he has Kal-El, which is um, 
Superman's name on his home planet. That's right. Right. Yes. Kal-El is now 16. Whoa. And um, 31-year-old Weston, who is four years older than his stepmom. Oh, wow. So his current wife is 27, and his son is four years older than her. I'm sorry, do you have a question? Oh. I mean, what's... Because he's 58. Uh, yeah, he is. Nicholas Cage. 58. What's 58 divided by 2? 24. Okay. How old 20, is she? 27. 29. Oh, my word. You yeah, don't like it. <laughs> this is no, like it, 31 years like, a senior. It seems like um, this is just par for the course in Hollywood, though. That seems kind of predator-ish. I think it's gross, but... You know, yeah. guys do it quite a bit in Hollywood. And when a woman does it, oh, my oh. God, stop the presses. If she marries somebody who's 20 years younger, it's like she needs to be put in jail. Everybody, that's all they talk about. It's her entire identity when all of these guys just... Again? Yeah. yeah. What? Okay. Like Sorry to tapes. go off on that right. a little bit. but What is the yep. attraction? I, 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 Other than my son and a few select nephews and nieces... Yeah. I have a hard time tolerating people that young. Oh God! Yeah, what do you have in common? There's and plus, there's just so much drama and energy. Yeah. So much energy. And you don't have the time. The, and for they that. want to have babies. The great thing about women, after I don't know, just pick a any age, thirty, forty, fifty, whatever. Very laid back. <laughs> they, they've we seen don't a lot. No more. Seen a lot of BS. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, very, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're not as demanding. I don't think. Or right. Like, just yeah. yeah. I don't know. And oh. plus, you tend to gravitate towards people who you're really matched with, instead of like, oh, look at how much money they have. Or yeah, with the baby she, too. What, I mean, she's thirty-one, so she's be, twenty-seven or twenty-seven. I'm sorry. <laughs> why do I? Why did I get thirty-one? Because his son one. is thirty-one. That's the thirty-one-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. So she's twenty-seven. Uh, so she'll be, you know. But yeah, gosh, at sixty-eight, she'll be ten-year-old running around. What, what's wrong with him? <laughs> He's very eccentric. I mean, he has yeah. a. When you go to New Orleans and you go to um, the first cemetery that was in New Orleans. Like it's it's something that you tour. It's very very old. Right, with has, all the ab- above ground crypts. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He yeah. has a massive pyramid in the middle of it, which is reserved for him. Now no one else can be buried there. Nobody knows how he got the privilege to be buried there wow. and build a big pyramid for himself. Cha-ching. But uh, so he thinks of, of himself sudden, as an Egyptian god. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy who bought a castle in Europe and disassembled it to bring it to the United States and reassemble it. Yep. He also has poisonous snakes in a huge glass room. And then he has the antidote outside and he goes and sits with the vipers just for the and meditates. Yep. The hell. He's very. What's the name? What's the name of the Orson Welles movie that I really, really hate? Citizen, uh, Kane. Citizen Kane, yeah. yeah Isn't it. that what Citizen Kane did? <laughs> Bought a castle and had it, or, or am I thinking? No, no, he, no, well, I mean, he built, he, are you talking he, about the real guy? Uh, no, in Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he built one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of like your Who's friends. he the nephew of? Uh, Coppola. Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Francis isn't even half that weird. No. Yeah, I mean. You know, I knew really there was. weird in my family. 
Yeah, but you're not <laughs> Nicholas. You know what? That's you're what not we Nicolas all. Cage weird. <laughs> that's what we all have going for us. No matter how weird we are, we're not Nick Cage weird. That's true. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, There's I knew baby. he was. He made me uncomfortable from the get go. The first thing I know, and he was in. Uh, was he in like The Outsiders or something like that? But the movie with uh, the face off. No, it was early on, Don. Um, with uh, Holly, was he in a movie with Holly? Oh, uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. great comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, that movie right it made away. You uncomfortable. Yeah, his role in that movie made me really uncomfortable. He's brilliant in it. Yeah. And then he was in another movie afterwards with uh, who's the mother and daughter? Um, oh, oh gosh. Well, we could look at his IMDb. Yeah, yeah let's see here. We're gonna have to. It okay. was um, wasn't it a David uh, mother daughter? Oh, you're talking. Oh, David Lynch, I, Wild it, at Heart. Wild at Heart. Yeah, oh. yeah. He was in Wild at Heart. He made me very uncomfortable. Well, that's probably David Lynch's fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, it's a weird who's one. Who's weirder? David, Li- oh, David no, Lynch? David, no, Nicholas no. Cage. Is, Nicholas Cage. He's David Lynch is weird in an awesome way. Yeah, that's awesome. true. Uh, this Cage guy is weird in a, you know, call the authorities. Well, Keep him on well, standby. I will say this. He knows, um, so he's done many, many, many films. Yeah. They're just all now in a different category usually. But he he can be brilliant. Like, uh, he won an Oscar for... Um, Oh shoot! Uh, when he played the alcoholic in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Leaving okay. Las Vegas. Yes, leaving. One yes. of the best movies ever so made. Good. I really, really love that movie. Outstanding matchstick yeah. men. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really good, I think, in Raising Arizona. I, I mean, so too. he's a brilliant uh, comedic actor. Which brings me to the next film he's going to be in, and it looks so good. Because, Is this the western? No. He plays himself. Oh, okay. okay. And there's tons of stars in it. Um, it's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and he plays oh himself. Oh, um, Neil Patrick Harris is in it, but it's a comedy about how he's a failing, <sighs> cheesy actor, and they're like, uh, well, we'll all just play a little bit of the trailer. Okay. Oh, my God. I love you. Nick Cage. Nick, you've been living at the Sunset Tower for over a year. They love having me there. You owe them $600,000. Okay, I'm going to deal with all that. But I'm going to get this next wrong. And when I do, all of that changes. Then I'm back. Not that you went anywhere. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, my God. I love you. <laughs> he was so good yeah. in The Rock. What about going in 60 seconds? <laughs> Have oh, you rock. seen Croods 2? No, I'm 44 years old. Why would I see Croods 2? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. <laughs> I mean, it looks very funny. And it's it has good a in The lot, Rock, too. It has a lot of big stars in it. Um, wow. So I'm looking forward to it. If you can make fun of yourself... Yeah, that I mean, is a he's gift. He's been doing this thing where he's playing action stars, but he's making them comedic by being cheesy and going and losing his mind. He's very good at like losing his mind on screen where he's just freaking out. And so he's made that into he's not settling for just not working anymore. He works a lot. Yeah. And he knows that he's being cheesy, but that's his bill now. And he knows it. You know what I mean? He doesn't think. I mean, we watch them because they're so terrible, but he's in on the joke, guys. He is. <laughs> he yep. is. So he is. so he just when, makes everything comedic. So oh, I'm yelling at him I during National this. Treasure. He's in on the joke. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. He's okay. like, oh, right. let me he, build another pyramid. Don't feel bad for him. I think he knows at every moment what he's doing. 
Okay. I was reading a story about All him. Right. Uh, there, there's a Western that he's in called Butcher's Crossing on Netflix. Yeah. And he says that the horse that was named Rain Man was very moody, and, he, and the horse wanted to kill him on set. <laughs> Well, maybe this is a new Western. He's also a I'm movie looking, that was just out called Pig that's supposed to be that, really, really good. It's yeah. scary and weird. Oh, maybe we'll have, I'm sure Paul McGuire Grimes has seen it. Well, we're going to be talking to him um, coming up at the he's, top of the eight o'clock hour. He's got like four or five movies in post-production. Absolutely. Right now. Yeah. Busy, busy. Wow. All right. Get Dawn. it, Nicholas well, Cage. Uh, it's I, baby time, too. Oof. I respect your opinion, so. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that one, though. I didn't like being John I... Malkovich, either. I, oh, I, I, I'm, I love that. I'm uncomfortable yes. with actors playing themselves oh for some God. reason. Okay, for some good. reason, that's weird oh, for me. God, I love that. It's so weird. I love that movie. Oh. <laughs> they go through that it little is. door. Oh, yeah. And they each get yeah. in there. And... Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so imaginative. Oh. How do we feel about Anna Nicole Smith? Oh, she's like Marilyn. She's like a tragic... <laughs> Yeah, there's a new documentary. I'm curious if you guys are interested. I'll tell you more about that next. A new Anna Nicole Smith documentary is coming together at Netflix. Jason and Alexis in the morning on mytalk1071.com. I'm Alexis, Don, and Kenny hanging out with you this morning. Jason's off. Yeah, Anna Nicole Smith. There's a documentary. Uh, Ursula McFarlane. Now, she's probably best known for the documentary Untouchable about the rise and fall of Harvey Weinstein. Oh. She is also going to be directing this Anna Nicole Smith documentary for Netflix. Now, she died of an overdose in 2007. And I guess that Ursula, she has got her hands on some never-seen-before footage from an unreleased documentary about Anna Nicole Smith balancing motherhood and her stardom. And we're going to see a lot of that. She thinks of it as an epic mystery tale. Oh. Are we interested? Hmm. Um, mm. Maybe some people who didn't go through it when it happened. Yeah, you're maybe right. Maybe a right younger audience. Bingo. Because yep. we saw it all. It was it tragic. Was it was a train depressing. wreck. Oh, oh, it was so hard. Because yes. she, it wasn't a quick thing where it was like all of a sudden like, whoa, she did what? She died of an overdose. You're like, yep. I mean, and it wasn't just, surprising. Was like, yeah. I mean, it, it, which it was kind horrible. of, it was akin to uh, and came before Who's the fantastic female singer that um, also died this way? Oh, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, it it was before that, but it just is tragic and difficult to to see. Yeah. And the press would not leave her alone. No, well, and remember, she married a much older man. Yeah, he was like 89 or something. Yeah. Really old. Howard Marshall II. Um, and she was a stripper at the time, and then that was a whole big thing. And then she had the baby, and then it was who was the daddy? And oh, right, oh, right, right, right. And then she was um, with that other guy who's who was actually be, the dad. Yeah, he seems to be a decent guy. We, uh-huh. You see him from time to time with their daughter, who's now sixteen or something. Yeah. Looks oh, is like that her. all? Yeah, oh. yeah, I think so. Or maybe okay. maybe older. Uh-huh. But she looks just like her. There are times when I feel like she's being uh, exploited. The daughter? Yeah. There was a show, Already? wasn't there? Oh. Like, um, not exploited in that way, Kenny. Um, oh. but Daniel Lynn. Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn. Yes. So I think I remember in the last couple of years there being some type of a, a show or documentary or, or something about um, 
taking her to see her mother's. Oh, I don't know. It was like a first look at something that she had never seen before of her mother's, like her grave. And I do remember all this, this. stuff. I'm not sure. And it was felt like, oh, please don't put this on TV. Well, it feels like a private moment. It's a pri- yeah. It was all yeah. seemed like private moments all that we does. were supposed to. I don't remember exactly what they were doing in the show, but I just felt like it was in poor taste just to put her on TV to get her reaction. And yeah, and oh, her dad, Larry Burkhead. Yes, Larry Burkhead he took her to go see. Right. Oh, fourteen. She was fourteen last year. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. And that was the time whenever. The show, I believe it was last year, something, gosh, we sound like mm-hmm. old people it was again. On, it was ABC. ABC. Was, yeah, it was um, a special, like a, yeah, deep dive just to see but do yeah, you think she this Because she was at the K- Kentucky Derby, too. Right. You think the Anna thing will actually be successful? That's what I'm not sure about. I, not- I was pretty sure about yesterday when we were talking about Pam and Tommy. That one, I think people are interested, especially yeah, director it's, attached. Yeah, and it's tawdry. And, and they're still alive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and there's sex and all that involved. But this, it, my sense is that people don't, the younger generation don't even know about her or really care. Yeah. Yeah, because she wasn't, she just looked like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But just true. enormous just bosoms. Oh, <laughs> Sure, just yeah. outrageously enormous boosters. <laughs> yeah, there was that. And then she got. Uh, do you remember when she was at the MTV? Where, where was she when she oh, was like, like, like nah. my body? Oh, she was on a lot of drugs, and she had been on Slim yes. something that that uh, diet pill and lost a bunch of weight. And then she gained some back, and it was like she became just all about her weight. And it was mm. I would oh, I watched her the show, AMAs. the AMAs, two thousand four, and then SNL. Like somebody from SNL at the next award show, they actually just impersonate. Or was it the same one? It was no. it Cicely Strong? She was, was really good at oh, it. Oh, yeah. That oh, alone is tragic. Just that alone. And then and we thought, oh, my God, Larry it's so King. funny. And he was, she was so out of it and so drugged at that award show. Yeah. It was like very sad when you look back. Oh, well, if you're interested. But we were all laughing, weren't we? We were. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. we're feeling a little shame for that, aren't yeah, we? Maybe? Totally. Absolutely. absolutely. probably a combo of all of that, of just feeling, ugh. There's no release date, no title for it yet, but an Anna Nicole Smith documentary coming to Netflix soon. So, hmm. something there to look at. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. But probably um, not. <laughs> I don't like saying cringy. Like, I, I think you guys nailed it. If if you're of the age where you live through it, you probably won't watch it because it's, it's just sad. Yeah, it's just yeah. a lot. Well, we've got some really good stuff coming up next hour. Yes. We've got Paul McGuire Grimes. He's going to talk about all the buzzy movies and the with the award shows and everything changing. What uh, what we need to see, basically. Yeah, what he's because he's seen everything. Oh, he has. We were yeah. talking about the Golden Globes yesterday, right? And it's just like, whoa, there's a lot we haven't seen. So he'll help us get that list going, especially for this cold weekend. Also, make sure you check out our listener rewards for the month of January. It's a new year, new prizes. You can enter to win cash, pay off those holiday shopping bills, gift cards, my top gear, so much more. Everything up for grabs and listener rewards. Just go to our app, tap that out, down, app, download it, or just go to mytalk1071.com. Paul McGuire Grimes up next. Mm-hmm.